Hello and welcome to This Is Our Year, Minnesota Vikings podcast. I'm Mikey Kalpikoff. Joining me, as always, is Kerry Armagost and Austin Southers. Before we get into the show, we do have a trade that went through today. The Vikings traded defensive end Stephen Weatherly and a 2023 seventh round pick to the Broncos for a 2022 seventh round pick. Now, in doing that, they also cleared $2 million in cap space. Um, could they maybe be doing that to work out some sort of other trade deal before the deadline on November 2nd? Maybe. Uh, maybe. I mean, I also could just – I think this might be Spielman doing Spielman, trying to get us more draft pick. Yeah. The, I mean, the, the thing is we traded a 2023 seventh-round pick for – a seventh round pick in next year's draft. So we didn't come up on top with any other drafts, any other draft picks. We just. No, but we got one extra in the 2022 draft now. Yeah, I, I suppose. I feel like it could be a, maybe they're trying to make space. Maybe going to be making a call for Xavier Howard. Who knows with Peterson on the IR. Wouldn't be a bad move. Yeah, I don't know what the, what the purpose was there, but hopefully we find out soon. I'm anxious to see what the. Right. Yeah. Weatherly anything. hadn't been making too big of an impact anyway. So it's not like, you know, it's going to be a huge loss as far as games for us. But mm-hmm. yeah, curious for sure. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, it's always yeah. fun to see the trades. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, so, first of all, I guess, how are you guys? How are you guys doing? Not really having to worry about anything Vikings related this week. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, it's nice, but at the same time, looking at these games this week in our division, looks like everyone's pretty much slated to get a win, or at least in a good position to do so. Yeah, except for the Lions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, except for the Lions. Yeah, they've got LA Rams, which, I don't know, probably not going to win there. Uh, yeah, we got the Washington football team visiting the Packers. Mm-hmm. That could very easily be a Packers win. Yep. Lions visiting the LA Rams. We think we know how that one's going to go. Mm-hmm. And the Bears at Tampa Bay, which is interesting. You know, you, you'd kind of think that Tampa Bay is definitely the favorite here, but the Bears beat them last year. And yeah, it looks same. like this defense is going to be a lot better than it was last year. So who no. knows? We may be in for an upset there. I don't know. The Bears last season had a QB that could throw 150 yards a game. This year, I don't think Justin Fields has done that once. Plus, the biggest weakness in the Tampa Bay's defense this year has been their secondary. Chicago, I mean, Chicago's just been playing a run de- run game pretty much these last few weeks. So, I don't know. I think Chicago's going to lose this one. Yeah, it seems like they, uh, they look a little bit outmatched. But who knows? This could be the breakout game for Justin Fields and Allen Robinson, Darnell Mooney. It's going to have to be. That's that's their key to winning. You know, they're going to have to develop some kind of an air attack. Mm-hmm. Which they haven't really been able to do this week. You're right. I mean, this year. So, I don't know. I think Tampa Bay's definitely got this one. Again, with the Lions and the Rams, I don't know that we really need to go too deep into that other than it's a, it's a Matthew Stafford revenge game. So, yeah. I think they're definitely going to come with a little bit of urgency to that one. No, definitely. I mean, both teams are going to play really hard. Um, I'm assuming he's going to walk in. Is it at Detroit or is it at L.A.? It's at L.A. At L.A. Okay. Matt Stafford is the quarterback fantasy start of the week this week. Mm. No, I agree. I mean, yeah. Any, anybody who's playing against Detroit, you start them. 
Mm-hmm. Now, Washington football team at the Packers. That one, I think, maybe has the most potential to be an upset. I think a lot of people were really high on Washington going into the season. They maybe haven't met all expectations, but I don't know. With that one, you know, whenever anybody, any team faces the Packers, you're always just clinging to that little bit of hope that they'll be able to do something. But in all likelihood, Aaron Rodgers is going to be Aaron Rodgers. Devontae Adams is going to be Devontae Adams, and it's probably not going to be that close. No. I mean, I'm hoping, I don't know, maybe Washington's defense can step it up and play like last year. I don't know. I'm hoping, yeah, I I agree with you. It's kind of – it's hard for me to say, oh, Washington's going to win this game because every – anything that I have analytical tells me, no, it's not. It's going to be Green Bay. Green Bay is practically better in almost every category than Washington, I feel. Mm -hmm. I mean, and plus, is Antonio Gibson playing this week? Oh, gosh, I didn't even – couldn't even tell you. Let me check the time out. All right, yeah. Um, before we get to that, or I guess until we get to that, Kerry, did you have any other thoughts on these divisional games this week? Yeah, I don't know. I, I'd say look for a big performance from Stafford, obviously. Um, and I mean, I think this Lions team at this point has pretty much given up all hope. I don't, I, they can obviously try and win games, but at this point their season's pretty much over. So. Right. I mean, yeah, exactly. I think, I don't think they're going to throw games, but. There's there's not really any point anymore. That's that's just tough for them. Yeah, their season basically is over. Yeah. Still have not come across a win in these last six weeks. Small remaining team without a win, I believe. Yeah, I think I think you're right about that. Mm-hmm. The, the Jaguars picked up a win last week over the Dolphins. That was a surprisingly good game. Not very good quarterback play, but Overall, as a game, it was it was interesting. It was exciting the whole way through. Did you find anything on Antonio Gibson? Was uh, Gibson is listed as questionable as of yesterday, um, Friday. So, I don't know. His shin was the problem. So, he may or may not be in this game. I think he'll probably play. Right. Whether that makes a ton of difference, who knows. But I think they're going to be glad to have him, at least. It'll make some sort of an impact. Hopefully. <laughs> Well, um, if that's that's all I've got on those games, what do you guys got? Anything else? I mean, yeah, I think it's kind of a quiet week. It's nice. I'm kind of happy. I don't know how I feel. How do you guys feel about having a bye this early in the season? You know, I think having, despite everything that's happened, we're three and three. I think it's a really good chance to kind of reset and reevaluate, you know, what were our, what are our strengths? What are our weaknesses this year? So like, normally I like a bye week a little bit later in the season, but I feel like, especially with the hard stretch of games that's coming up, it's probably here at a really good time for us this year. Time to kind of recoup and evaluate our plan here going forward. Yeah. Um, we do have some more Twitter questions. Oh, uh, yeah. Some more from Dube. He says, the Vikes seem capable of a blowout. Is Zimmer holding the offense back from their full potential because he doesn't trust his defense to stop a drive? Is he worried about our offense turning over the ball? You know, that's interesting. I feel like this year, I, I feel like in years past, he's been worried about, you know, Kirk turning over the ball. 
Kirk is yet to really have many big meaningful turnovers. He had the two interceptions and any fumble he's fallen on this year. So I'm not really sure what it is. I'm just hoping that, you know, we can, that this bye week, like we were talking about, you know, the coaching staff can kind of reevaluate what our game plan is going to be because we kind of understand a little bit more of the identity of this team and this offense. So Mm -hmm. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is on that because I feel like later, like lately the defense has been getting better and better at stopping a drive. So Mm -hmm. I wouldn't know. I don't know if I would say that he's worried that the defense can't stop a drive. Yeah. I mean, sacks in the league right now. I don't, I don't see what the, and the worry is obviously there in the secondary, especially with Patrick Peterson now out. But I'd say it's too early to uh, kind of evaluate our defense as one that needs huge area of concern. Could you repeat the question one more time to me, Mikey? Yes, he says, the Vikes seem capable of a blowout. Is Zimmer holding the offense back from their full potential because he doesn't trust his defense to stop a drive? Is he worried about our offense turning over the ball? I think that's really the the heart of the question. Is he worried about turnovers? So he's playing really conservatively. I think I do agree that we are playing conservatively, but I don't think it's Zimmer keeping our team from blowing out another team. I think it's our team itself. I think this season, one of the biggest problems we've had, and which we kind of saw it actually kind of get fixed a little bit last game, was having all of our pieces perform at a high level at the same time. I feel like most of the season we've had in every game one person playing really well and a bunch of people around them just not playing at their full ability. So I, in my opinion, I think the reason besides maybe the Seattle game, the reason we haven't been able to blow out people is our offense hasn't been at full power yet. And I still agree with this. I don't think we've seen this offense at its full capability this season yet. Yeah. So I don't think it's really Zimmer or the coaching. I think it's more of the players just maybe not making the most of the time on the field. Right. And I think, I think there was a lot of improvement, I think, especially in the receiving game uh, for, as far as Thielen goes, you know, he wasn't really there for, you know, week five and week four. Yeah. Week last year, last week was week six. So he really came back in week six, I think. So I think a lot of it had to just do with, you know, little mistakes and, drop balls and stuff that kind of put us into bad situations in the Mm -hmm. past. So it's hard to say. And, you know, we don't really know what's going on behind the scenes. Like I've, I've blamed Zimmer a lot of times for the conservatism on this team, but do we really know that it's Zimmer? Mm -hmm. That's the thing. It could totally fall on Clint Kubiak and just the way things are being run right now in general, which is why I think this bye week is super important because if we're going to keep up with these teams who are dominating offensively and defensively um, coming up, these big powerhouse teams. We're going to need to maintain the kind of momentum we've established on our defense, but at the same time be able to just ramp up the scoreboard on the offense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're we're done facing the Sam Darnolds and the Baker Mayfields. Now we're on to uh, Dak Prescott and Lamar Jackson. So, you yeah. know. Oh, it's interesting. Tough game. Hmm. So, I mean, okay. look at last year. I mean, just going off of the Dak Prescott. Last season, when we faced the Cowboys, that was a barn burner. 
I mean, both teams are firing. So if there's a game that maybe our offense can put up like blowout numbers, it might be against the Cowboys. Um, but at the same time, it's just then our defense is going to have to step up tremendously. So it's not even – it's both sides of the ball, going back to the Dupes question. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to say we can move on to the next question too. Oh, Let's yeah. do it. Yeah. All right. And these are a lot of questions from Dupe. He's got a lot for us to discuss. So he says, I've seen a lot of people also discussing how Kirk saved, in quotes, Zimmer's career this last game. Hypothetically, if Zimmer were to be replaced, do you have any picks in mind for a replacement? And for me, that's tough because I don't I don't really know what the coaching market is looking like. If if he were to be replaced this year, I think the the interim would probably end up being Andre Patterson. He's already Mm -hmm. the the like assistant head coach, I believe is his title. Yeah. So I'm not really sure how well that would go. I feel like he's really, really great in these specialized rooms. I'm not really sure about his ability as a head coach. I can't say that it's like good. Can't say that it's bad. Right now, what I know is that Zimmer's probably the best option for the season. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm not really sure. I don't trust putting uh, Kubiak in a head coaching role after, you know, this is only his first year calling plays. So that's the thing about it. I don't really know what our options are if mm-hmm. we do move on from Zimmer, at least at this point in the year. You know who and I we... think we should bring back is Leslie yeah. Frazier. Bring him back. The yeah, Bring I saw his back. interview. There's rumors that he's looking for a head th- – that he may be one of those guys that's going to get another head coaching job after this season because he's been doing great on the Bills D. Bring him back. He yeah, really he has. has. And that's the defensive-minded coach that we're kind of familiar with. I mean, he's also familiar with the Vikings. So, honestly, it's a fit. Um, yeah, and I mean, a lot of times with, like, coach, you don't usually see a changing the coaching position, Dube usually during a lot often during the season that's a lot of after season's done um there are a few cases where people get fired i mean we or get let go or resign we've seen it right now with the john gruden but yeah i don't i don't think we're gonna he's gonna lose his job or anything this season um i don't think he'll even if we don't make the playoffs i think he'll be our coach next year as well um but yeah i mean yeah, that's so weird. Uh, who's the coach again? I'm blanking on the name of it uh, from the U of M carry. PJ Fleck? Yeah, I mean, my dream position, I would love to just bring him up from Gophers to Minnesota. I know it would never happen, but if we're going off of, oh, who would I love to have my dream coach of the Minnesota Vikings, it would probably be PJ. Yeah. Hmm. No, it's all – it's a good question, definitely, for sure. Yeah, it's a little out there, but yeah, I don't know. I think Zimmer, I do believe Kirk has helped out. I mean, I think I've seen a lot of hate on Kirk where this season where I don't think it's rightfully him. He's literally been in a game-winning position every single game on the season except for Seattle. And I don't know. So, yeah, I mean, I think they're both kind of saving each other's jobs at this point because it's just – if there's one or two more losses or non-game-winning drives by Kirk right now, people would be asking for his head. No, really. If we're going into the bye week at two and four, we're having a lot different con- Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it's really I- not that different from where we're at. It just – it's not a good look, though. 
so it's hard for me to say Kirk saved uh Kirk saved his job because there's so many players that came out in that win last week's that really helped it off. It wasn't just that game winning drive from Kirk Cousins. Mm-hmm. I mean, without KJ Osborne in that whole game, there's how many catches would have I mean, how many big plays would have been missed? He was insane this last game. Right. That's Vikings Twitter, though. It's always so black and white. Yep. <laughs> it is. So All right. Another question. And I like this one. He says, what is your all-time favorite Vikings moment that is not the Minneapolis Miracle? Um, um. Greg Jennings, game-winning catch against 49ers. I know it was – it wasn't even that big of a game, but Brett Favre throwing that like bomb downfield and Greg Jennings. Oh, not Greg Jennings. Greg, Greg Lu- Lewis. Greg Lewis. Yeah, sorry. Greg Lewis just having one catch of the year. I think I, I mentioned it in um, the first episode of the season. That that play is the reason my sister and her late husband got married. So yeah, that's that's, a- probably, that's one of my favorite moments of all time as a Vikings fan. Yeah, I, I do remember that one. I remember going to school the next day and everybody talking about it. It was wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was nuts. Um, for me, I'd probably say one of my favorite ones is um, it's either the Justin Jefferson touch last year's very first one or um, have you guys ever seen that one? Um, it's like a little five-minute segment of – Jared Allen going up against Donald Penn in a game <laughs> against the Buccaneers. I've not seen it. You have to watch it. It's a little, it's a little, uh, it's a part of a drive back at the Metrodome and Jared Allen uh, gets into it with Donald Penn and uh, eventually beats him on a sack and the crowd goes crazy. And, uh, Jer- and Jared Allen comes out and he's got a bloody nose. It's, it's awesome. It is so <laughs> Another uh, moment I, might be when Jared Allen tied the the all-time sa- season sack record. I was at that game, so that was pretty electric. I mean, we lost still, but that was still a really fun moment seeing uh, one of the all-time great Minnesota Vikings defenders literally solidify himself as one of the all-time great pass rushers. I bet that was awesome. Yeah, that was, that's another really good moment. I'm, I mean, I was just happy to be there live. Or, I mean, I could also even say, Mikey, like, Seeing us finally beat Seattle with Will Russell. Yeah, that was great. That was awesome. Uh, one of mine that I have, I've got the the Broncos game from 2019, coming back from a uh, 20 to nothing at halftime and winning 27. That was very good. That was mm-hmm. just it, it was insane. It was lights out. It seemed like you needed a miracle. It's it's almost it's miracle caliber to me. That was. Mm-hmm. It was insane. I think the the scoring, the box scores was, uh, let's see, first quarter, Broncos 10. Second quarter, Broncos put on another 10. Third quarter, Broncos 3. And we put on 7. And we put on 20 points in the fourth quarter. It, yeah. it, it's amazing how quickly a game can turn around. You're never out. Especially with the Vikings. They, they sure do know how to have a wild game. And we have seen that all season. Well, I have an idea. Are we done with questions for today, or do we? You want to There's do one, one more, more question. Sweet. One more question. Oh wait, can I give one more shout out to another great memory? Yes. yes. Um, it was. I think it was like in 2007. I can't forget the game that Adrian Peterson like had what 296 yards. 
like I think it was against the Chargers. Yeah. I, oh man, I mean, I remember just being a kid and like when we got AP and just seeing him play. That was that was one of the first times I think I remember just looking at one player and seeing how much they can do for the team. Man, Adrian Peterson when he was a Vikings. Yeah, unreal. Absolutely unreal. So there is one more question. Do you guys have any pregame traditions or superstitions? Um, um, I do. What do you got? So about two years ago, for Christmas, I was given a pair of Vikings socks. <laughs> Every time I wore these Vikings socks, they lose. So I still have these socks. I still, I still have these Viking socks, and I don't think I've worn them in like no joke in like literally a year and a half. And they just sit in my, sit in my little closet thing, because I know if I put them on, they will lose. <laughs> uh, For me, I uh, I have to wear a jersey the day after a victory. That's like okay. that's just I I got to do it every time. It, Victory Monday, got to keep the, the celebration rolling on on into Monday. Or if we went on Thursday or, or Monday, you know, mm-hmm. got to wear a jersey the day after. I also am like, if I'm wearing a jersey during the start of the game and they're winning, I will not – I will keep it on and I will not take it off until the end of the game. But if I start the game and I'm not wearing a jersey and they take a lead, I won't put one on. Like, I won't – I'm very superstitious with clothing. That I wear during a game. Like, there's been so many times where I've been sweating and I need to take off my like jersey because it's too hot in my apartment, but I refuse because we're at like two minutes left in the game and we could lose. <laughs> no, that's wild. Um, you know, I, I think I just do the usual. You know, I just wear a jersey on game day. Week one, I think I wore my Rudolph jersey. I haven't worn it since. I wore my cousin's jersey after that. And you know it's been up and down, but I'm feeling I'm feeling good about rolling with the cousins jersey this year. I've got a purple pair of underwear that I try to wear every Sunday. <laughs> That's about it, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Okay. So, Karen, you had um, something. You had something else that you were gonna I, say. I uh, I have a game. I have a, a game. I have a I have a game currently up right now. Okay. Is can you match? the first and last names of every player on the Minnesota Vikings 2020 roster. And okay. you just need, hard. oh, wait, no, this isn't what I thought it was. You type the name of the players. It, it's just a, it's a matching game. Never mind. That's a bunch Aww, of, boo. that's a hawk of crap. Well, that's okay. Gonna say, Let's see if I can try to find something else. I was going to say okay. the NFL does is notoriously for having some pretty unique first names. Mm. So I was gonna say I probably couldn't. I could probably get most of the last names, but there are a few unique first names out there that I just slip up on. Mm-hmm. It is kind of interesting. We have the only two Dowlins in the league. Mm-hmm. Tomlinson and Cook. That is weird. I did find one. It is the can you name the Minnesota Vikings roster nineteen to twenty twenty. Oh my god. This is this is not last season, but the season before. Do you think we could do it? Let's no. try. Well, I'd probably type a it few. Out. We have 10 minutes for all 52 uh, roster spots. Oh, no. You here. have to type them out, all of them? Yep, I, have, I type them. You guys name them. Here, Mikey, I'm going to share my screen, but you have to give me a, you have to give me ability to do so. 
Okay. So this is not this last season, but the year before? No. Uh, or, yes. Yep. Not COVID NFL, the, the year before that. So we would still have Kirk Cousins. Started yet. Oh. We're, well, I'm just wondering, we was Sydney in our back? We have 10 year? minutes to get all 50, 52 uh, spots. So oh, gosh. We're so not going like this. <laughs> Share my screen. Okay. I'm going to start it now. So, Kirk okay. Cousins. Was Simeon our backup that year? I feel like it was Mannion. Yeah, uh, I was running as a Because we had Jarek McKinnon that year, too, didn't Sean we? Sean Mannion. Boom. It was Sean Mannion. All right, we have four running back spots. So, Dalvin Cook. Jarek McKinnon. Mm, I don't think he was with us that year. I, I wasn't. We have Madison, though. I know we do. Mm-hmm. We did have Madison still that year. Amir um, Abdullah. Uh, and Boone wasn't he a rookie last year? Boone we did have in 2019. So Boone, yeah, Mike Boone. Hey, don't use your phones either. I'm not. Right, yep, CJ, I we got CJ Ham, and also with uh, Alexander Madison, we got a uh, Mackenzie Alexander at cornerback. So we're on to wide receiver. So Adam Thielen, Stefan Diggs. Mm-hmm. Um, did we have Treadwell that year? I believe so. I believe yeah. we had Treadwell. We have two, oh, two more. Uh, oh, BB. Yeah. Uh, Chad BB, I'm sure. I don't think so. No, I don't think so either. Nope. Did we have BC Johnson? No, because uh, he was a rookie last year, wasn't he? No, I don't think so. Old BC Johnson is in, so we have one more. Okay. Mm. Gosh, who do we have? Oh, man. I'm think back to playing Madden right now. And, uh, yeah, I'm trying to oh, think. Can we come back to that last receiver? Yeah, we might have to come back to it. Okay, tight end. Uh, Kyle Rudolph. Kyle Rudolph. Um, I think uh, we had Irv Smith that year, Yep, right? he's a rookie. And How many do we it? have? Three. And, yep, uh, we need one more. Was it Tyler Conklin? Yeah, pretty sure. Boom, tight end done. So center. We have oh. three. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Was Garrett Bradbury? Bradbury, Bradbury yeah, because that would have been his rookie season. Was Bradbury's rookie season? Um, do we? I don't know. This isn't center. I'm just gonna go by linesman. Dang. Oh, I don't know who our backup centers were. We had. We still had Pat Alfline, I believe. Right. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. So that then, that leaves one more center that we have to take care of, but we might have to come back to that. I one. have no idea. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Guard. Well, we had right. Was it Riley Reef that year still? Yeah, I think he's at tackle. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, did we have – was it I'm Drew Samia, maybe? I'm just trying to think I think we had Drew Samia, yep. I think we also had Dakota Dozier still as well. I think you're maybe. right. Okay, so we have um, we have one more center, one more guard, and three more tackles to take care of. Well, Brian O'Neill. Oh, yeah, Brian O'Neill and then – this is hard. This shows your depth in linemen. Oh gosh, I. It's so so tough. I I'm lucky here. I, I've got a visual. Austin, you don't. So. No, I don't. I'm literally just thinking. Of, How do you spell like, Brian O'Neill? It's not going through. Maybe. Ryan, isn't it Ryan O'Neill? It's Brian with a B. It's Brian. I hate, I hate those. They sound too similar. All right. Um, what the heck? Did you figure it out? I, well, is no. O'Neill? Is it like Sean O'Neill? Hill? Rashad yeah, we have Rashad Hill. Hill. Of course, Rashad Hill. Does he have that like that like apostrophe? 
Yeah, Brian, and then O apostrophe Neil, right? N E I L. Try another L. Is it with an E at the end? Is it an A? I think it's O. Oh, oh, isn't it? Two L's. And, two L's. Two okay. L's. Okay. So I was like, I one think more he tackle, one point. more guard, and one more center. I don't know if I'm going to be able to get. Let's these come ones. back to it. See how many we can get on the. Defense. Okay, defensive end. Do we have Griffin or no? Yes. Yeah, we should have. We should have. Okay, Hunter. Mm-hmm. Yep. And Weatherly. Then, um, Weatherly. Joseph. He was a DT. You have D tackle. I'm um, just kind of going on the line as general. One more mm-hmm. defensive end. Oh. Who did we trade away? Didn't we just tr- a few seasons we, ago? Didn't we trade it away at one of our ends? We traded away Weatherly and we got him back this year and now we traded him away again. So did we put him down yet? Yep, yeah, we, we got, got Weatherly. Weatherly. We have one more defensive end and we have six oh, who's defensive the, did we, tackles. Didn't we trade a defensive end last season um, to... That was Unique Ngakwe. We only had him for last season. Okay, I didn't know if we drafted him. Okay. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can move on to defensive tackle. Yeah, we got Linval. Linval. I'm pretty sure was Sharif Floyd still on the roster. Well, it doesn't I, hurt. That. Maybe. Uh, I, I think, think we got so. Sheldon Richardson also. Oh, that might be it. Yeah. I'm not getting Sheldon Richardson. No. Oh no. Oh. Um. Shows how well we know the defense of Armand Watts. Yeah, got Armand Watts. Was he drafted that year? Maybe. He must have been, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. Uh... <laughs> we have four and a half minutes. Oh, no. Let's just move on to linebackers, see what we can get. All right, Eric Kendricks. Eric Kendricks. Uh, do we have Anthony Barr still then? Yep. Yeah, we did. Okay. I know. <sighs> Oh, Eric Kendricks, Anthony Barr. We had Cam Smith, right? <laughs> nope. No? Oh, um, no. Who's that longer guy? Audie Cole. Oh, gosh. Oh, geez. Do we get Eric Wilson? No. Yeah. He was on the team, though. Got him. Yes, he was. He was there. So two more linebackers. Chad Greenway? No. I know. <laughs> uh, Troy Dye wasn't drafted until last year. All right, moving on to corner. We have three and a half minutes. Xavier Rhodes. Uh, we had Mike Hughes then, right? Yep. Boom. And Mackenzie Alexander. We are two got more. That. Oh gosh. Um. I, I got nothing. I got I nothing. I don't either. Kicker. Xavier Rhodes. Xavier Rhodes. Xavier got Rhodes. it already. Okay. Um, oh, specialty or uh, safety. Uh, Harrison Smith. Sendejo. Oh. oh, yep. I accidentally, accidentally got Anthony Harris, too. Who I well, yeah, that was, that was my next it. one. Anthony Harris and Harrison Smith. Andrew Sendejo. You're right. Marcus okay, Epps. One more. Uh, For Cornerbacks. Yeah, didn't we have a guy named Epps? Like Mark Epps? I think you're right about that. Nope, that's not going through. Must have been practice squad. Okay. Who was our kicker? It was uh was it Blair Walsh. Was no, it Dan, Dan Bailey? Bailey? It was Dan Bailey. And then Punter. Two seasons ago? Do we have him for two years? 
Yeah, we did. We had him two seasons at least. Wow. Britton Colquitt was our punter. Who was the long snapper's name again? We drafted oh. him. Gosh. Right now it's Andrew DePaula. I how many do we know. need for cornerbacks? We had a different Did how many do we need for cornerbacks? Two more we... cornerbacks. Who do we get so far? Alexander, Hughes, and Rhodes. Oh, Trey oh, White. Trey, yeah. Trey, Trey White, yeah. Okay, one more corner. So we need a fifth receiver, a backup center, a backup guard, and a backup tackle, a backup Wait, Do we have Kenzie Alexander? Do we have yep. Kenzie Alexander? We do. Yep. We do. We need four more defensive tackles, two more linebackers, a corner, and a safety, and a long snapper. We have a minute and a half left. Oh, gosh. Um, oh, uh, I'm trying to think. Wait, do we need any more? What do we need? Linebackers? Yeah, we need two more. We have Barr, Kendricks, and Wilson. Did you get Cameron Smith? We tried. I tried that, and it didn't work. Oh. Uh, I'm trying to think of other people that played for us. How many do we need for – what do we need for O-line? Well, what spots do we need left? <laughs> we have one center, one guard, one tackle, one wide receiver, four defensive tackles, two linebackers, one cornerback – one safety, one defensive end, one long snapper. So a lot. And we did get Riley Reef. Yeah, we got Reef. We got Reef, O'Neal, and Hill. Oh, man. I am drawing a blank. No, I'm... I think, I think that's about all I've got. Do we give up? We have 30 seconds left. I don't think I can come up with anything. No, I got nothing. All right, I'm going to hit I give up. Nothing. I'll score, go down the line. Yep. Our score is So we missed Josh Doxson at receiver. And then at center, we missed a glitching. Oh, I gave me a big ad, big cover ad. So I can't see the yeah, results. Yeah, I saw Brett Jones at center. All right, Brett Jones that. at center, Josh Klein at guard. We had Udo at tackle i oh, thought last Udo. year was his rookie year wow we missed a fadio denebo at defensive end no and <laughs> then at tackle we missed uh jalen jalen holmes Jaleel johnson hercules mataafa shamar stefan and then at linebacker we missed kentrell brothers and ben gideon at corner we missed chris boyd at safety, we missed Jaron Curse. Of course. And our long snappers, Austin Cutting. That's who I was thinking of. Okay. I feel like given enough time, I could have gotten a few of those. I could have gotten Hercules Mataafa, Afadio Denebo. I would not have gotten Josh Doxson at wide receiver. What did he even do? Nothing. N- nothing. No. Mm. Well, that wasn't too bad. We got 38 for 52. Yeah, that's hey, that's pretty good. Hey, so average 73%. score is sixty six percent, and we got seventy three percent. That's pretty good. Not that's bad, just... guys. Hey, that's why we're making the podcast and not listening. <laughs> right, right, okay. So, uh, before we end this thing, I have one more little game for us. Some uh, Vikings bye week superlatives. All right, so I've got. What are some some representatives for best moments hey, of the season? Mikey? Yeah. What's a slipper slipperlative? 
It's like in the yearbook when they have, you know, like the like the class clown and the most likely to succeed. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> best moment of the season. Um so beating beating Seattle. Yeah. I'd say that in my opinion, that's the best best moment so far of the season was finally getting that win. I would say even even for me, I would say even before that, I would say just having fans back in U.S. Bank Stadium. That was electric. For me, mm-hmm. that's the best moment of the season. Um, yeah. Best moment, was of the season, a- best moment of the season was Everson Griffin back-to-back sack. Second one is a strip sack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was pretty cool. All right. So another Wait, one. Wait, I got another one. Um, uh, Joseph actually making a game-winning field goal. Yeah, that was good. Okay. Yeah, good ones. So, the greatest comeback player. Mm, that's a good one. Mackenzie uh, Alexander. Mm. Okay. I'll, I'll say, I'll go off of what you said on the last one. I think Everson Griffin. Those are two solid, solid, solid picks. Mm-hmm. Um, comeback player. Comeback player, I'm gonna it maybe it's a weird one. I'm gonna say Kirk, just due to the fact that how he started last season compared to this, completely different different side of the coin. Mm-hmm. Last season start, he was horrible. This season he started off exactly how we needed him to. And not to mention Daniel Hunter. How do we forget about that? Oh, yeah, he took a bye. So it's not it's you do one tackle, you're you're already hundred percent better than you did last season. No, I mean he's He's been great. He's been nothing short of awesome. He's got six sacks. So. Oh yeah, I knew he's he's our best defender. Mm-hmm. Biggest okay, biggest surprise, and this is good or bad. Um, they call that Dalvin Cook fumble a fumble. Ooh. I will say, uh, just how quickly. Um, no, I don't know. Hmm. Biggest surprise is I'd say uh, Kirk Cousins's performance. Mm-hmm. Okay, another biggest surprise is how well we did against Arizona. Yeah. No other team came that close to beating them. Like, yeah. I think, yeah. Yeah. Um, for me, one of the biggest surprises was losing to the Bengals, or, or really just how good the Bengals were. It's technically not the Vikings, but for me, that was a huge surprise. You know, it was kind of a, kind of a kick in the pants. No, I agree with you. Kicking the pants. Pants were on the ground. Yeah. Man, that was a not fun. Okay. No. So the edge of your seat award. For me, this is okay. It's it's a moment in this season where it had you on the biggest edge of your seat. And for me, it was the last what four seconds of that Lions game. Yeah, I was gonna say Lions game. That correct. Pretty if, unanimous if I, on that. If one. I have to say that, I mean Oh man, another one that was on the edge of my seat wasn't even the Vikings game. Was it the Packers game where there was like five field goals missed in two minutes? My gosh, I was literally, oh, that was wild. But yeah, I would agree with you. That last, like, I would say the last little bit of the uh, Lions game. Oh, actually, going back to the biggest surprise one, also Nick Vigil. He's been great. That was such a surprise, especially yeah, in that early part of the season. Yeah, mm-hmm. kudos to Nick Vigil. Okay. And my last one is the Minnesota MVP at this point in the season. Kirk Cousins. Mm-hmm. Kirk Cousins. Agreed. Unanimously, Kirk Cousins. 
Mm-hmm. Close second, in my opinion, Alexander Madison. Well, he's not winning the MVP for me. Player, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, definitely not. Oh yeah, I, I like that though. As a second, it maybe maybe so. Alexander Madison, he's filled in really well for Dalvin. So, yeah, kudos to him. Well, this was fun. This was a, a very fun bi week podcast. Well, yeah, okay. lots, of, lots of you guys both got bad by all. You guys got to pick a game. I want to pick a game. Okay. Okay. What Minnesota Vikings player do you think would be the best professional wrestler? Daniil Hunter. Okay. What's your what? What's your? I mean, he's got the arms. Yeah, it's the arms. It's the one punch man. I, I always say to my roommates, I'm pretty sure Daniil Hunter could kill me if he punched me. Mm. Any part of my body, he would he would kill me instantly. I'm gonna go with Michael Pierce. He's Ooh. rocking some of that uh, that Mark Henry energy. Yeah, he's got the big boy energy for sure. He he can he can lift. He can lift a lot. So I feel like he can make the transition pretty well. Mm-hmm. I. I... You know, I'm going to go Justin Jefferson. He'll be a high flyer. Ooh. I could My see second him just... answer is going to be Tyler Conklin. How did we forget about oh, Tyler yeah. Conklin? No, yeah, he literally looks like a straight-up Viking, so. Yeah. You know, it, it would be kind of fun to see, uh, like, a Jefferson-KJ tag team. The Jet. Yeah. Because he's such a high flyer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They could be kind of like the Usos. I'm I'm a fan of it. You got I'm I like it. Yeah, that's a fun question. We could get more into that later on in the season too. Uh, oh man, just thinking about some of these Vikings players as professional wrestlers. Like, can you think about Kirk Cousins doing the "You like that" coming down coming down the aisle? The fans are booing him. You like that? <laughs> oh, they would. Oh, that's so funny. He wins a title. You like that? <laughs> <laughs> Yes. I'm really glad he's actually kind of taken that as his like catchphrase. Like yeah. it, it, it's a horrible catchphrase. It is really bad. It's like nerdy and kind of lame, but it fits so well. And I think everybody in Minnesota, if you ever say you like that, they get, they just get excited. Yeah. It's so funny hearing him talk about it too. It's just, it's not a question. It's a statement is what he said. It's not, it's not a, you like that. It's you like that, you know, it's, you like it. <laughs> it. It's a demand. You like that. <laughs> you like that. <laughs> it's just how his voice cracks when he does it too. Mm-hmm. It's, just, oh. it's too good. He's so good. <laughs> well, anything else from you guys? Looking forward to next week. Oh yes. Me too. Gonna go catch it live, because I'm. Oh yeah, we're gonna be at that game. I almost forgot. Yeah, yeah, Halloween night, gonna be gonna be wild. Hopefully the fans come in just as strong. Are you guys going as anything? Are you dressing? Um, Um, I'm thinking. What I'm thinking, I'll do. I've got like a, I've got like a Jared Allen jersey. I think I'll do that and like do like a. Like a zombie paint. Yeah, that's what I was thinking we should do is like wear retro Vikings jerseys and do zombie paint and just be dead Vikings players. Mm -hmm. Even if they're not dead. 
Right. You, got, you guys should wear uh, paper bags and uh, Lions jerseys. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think I'm going to be investing in a Lions jersey anytime soon. <laughs> I'm, well, well, I think you could find for... an old Matthew Stafford one on clearance on the NFL show. Oh, I bet. Oh, probably, yeah. I also think it's funny because Mikey's girlfriend is a big Bears fan. So I bet people are actually think she's trying to be scary wearing a Bears jersey to the game. Right. <laughs> they might actually think it's a costume. Like, oh, yeah, that, that's really good. They'll just mistake her for a Vikings fan in costume. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to find old lines or uh, Matthew Stafford jerseys. Let's see here. Is that a cat? I have a cat in the background. Yeah, it is lunchtime for them. Oh, how sweet. He's just trying to get his uh, two cents into this podcast. <laughs> All righty, but I think I think we've done it, boys. Yeah, Stafford, I think so. You guys could get a Stafford uh, jersey, a women's jersey, for $19. What a deal. I mean, who cares that it's a women's jersey? It's just yeah. slim fit, that's all. Yeah, just give me the <laughs> XX. <laughs> I love it. But yeah, I figure that should do it for us this week. Um, hopefully we'll be back at least once more, possibly two more times before the Cowboys game. Uh, in the meantime, follow us wherever you get your podcasts and on Twitter, at TIOY Vikings. We'll catch you later, guys. See you. See you later.